It's time to clip your last good piece and dig in, because the runout starts now. Today's show is brought to you by Outdoor Research. Outdoor Research has been in the gear design game since long before folks started calling a medium grande. Yet their commitment to function and beauty means that OR gear will get you through the toughest epics or whisk you into the cafe for that post-Dom Patrol cappuccino amongst the sad, sad night owls who stayed up till 4 a.m. binge-watching Netflix. Innovation and versatility are woven into the very fabric at OR, so you know you're covered whether you're spooning with your bestie on a forced bivy or just on the cold stumble to work on a blurry Monday morning. So check out all their sleek designs at OutdoorResearch.com or your favorite local shop. Here are some fun facts about Michigan that you may not know. It is home to the world's largest limestone quarry, the largest deposit of native copper, the largest cement plant, the largest crucifix, the largest bronze horse sculpture, the largest manufacturer of magic supplies, and the largest ice climbing festival in the world. Okay, that last one might not technically be true. The Michigan Ice Fest is certainly on its way to becoming one of the biggest and best ice climbing festivals in the country. Our bold co-host and roving gonzo podcaster, Chris Calouse, braved epic winter conditions to make it to the Upper Peninsula for a week of drinking beers and screaming barfies, swinging tools and putting crampon holes in his $500 Gore-Tex pants. He made it home, weary and battered, with a cold thousand-yard stare in his eyes and a million-dollar smile across his face. This is Andrew Bisharat, and I'm here, as always, with Chris Calouse, and you are listening to The Runout. So Chris, uh, you just went to an ice festival and I have to be honest, I haven't ice climbed in years and um, the only ice I've been dealing with this week is the the one that's going into my whiskey glass right now. So you are the expert in ice climbing on this show. (laughs) Which is absurd and ironic because I don't really ice climb either. Um, I I did though. I I had a a pretty... um, you know, short but intense ice climbing career in the early 90s and then gave it up. And uh, I have ice climbed a little bit in the last couple of years at the Ure Ice Festival, my requisite top roping of at least one pitch when I go there, although I've gone there and not ice climbed a thing either. But I do enjoy a good climbing festival. So uh, that's where it all kind of comes together for these ice festivals. And um, yeah, I got invited uh, by Bill Thompson, one of the directors of the Michigan Ice Fest, to come up and do a live Enorma cast and just kind of make the scene. And so, uh, since I am from originally that zone, although it's not the UP, but northern Wisconsin anyway, um, I thought I would go back to the homeland and uh, and check out an ice climbing festival that, by all accounts, is uh, a pretty wild time and, you know, actually has become one of the biggest ones in the country, rivaling URA. Uh, for participation. So, um, yeah, so I, I went off to Michigan for a week in February of all, of all things. So you'd never, you've, you're from that general area, but you've never climbed out there as a nice climber or even no. as a rock climber. Have you climbed out there? So I've climbed it in Wisconsin at Devil's Lake 
But no, I have not ice climbed out there and I've never climbed anywhere in the UP because they do have rock climbing up there as well. Uh, so it was more that I knew, I sort of understood the culture because Northern Wisconsin isn't too much different than, than the Upers as they call themselves up in the UP. So no, uh, what's UP? Upper pitch? Upper Peninsula. Bro. Upper Peninsula. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that part of Michigan that's almost cut off by the Great Lakes. Well, it actually is connected by a, a great big bridge and sort of like isolated up there between Lake Superior and or Lake Michigan. And so what's, what is the deal with, is there big ice cliffs or is it right on one of the Great Lakes or something like that? Or what's the deal? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on Lake Superior, which is sort of the northernmost and coldest of the Great Lakes. Uh, famous for the, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, uh, which you can, you know, find on, on, Google. Classic rock radio once in a while. Uh, oh. <laughs> what? Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Gordon Lightfoot? <laughs> like a Afternoon Delight? No, I, I'm not familiar with that one, though. You're not familiar with that song? No. Oh, my God. If it wasn't like massive copyright infringement, I'd stick it on this episode. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah. We, we, look, I think we have Spotify a budget to license that. that. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Gordon Lightfoot is not just... Not just fucking around throwing his licenses to some crappy podcast. <laughs> the guy's a national, we're, we're a national treasure in Canada. We're a work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. Next By anyway. next year, we'll have Gordon Lightfoot on the, on the podcast, I'm sure. <laughs> we better get to it. It's not, he's not a spring chicken. Um, nevertheless, it's, it's on Lake Superior. And um, it's, yeah, it's generally on bluffs, uh, sandstone bluffs. As, as far as what I saw, um, right on the lake shore, you know, just basically run off that freezes and stays frozen because it's so damn cold up there. Mm. How long is the festival? Is it a Yeah, it was just weekend? like the, yeah, it's kind of the normal, normal thing, like gets rolling on a Wednesday and wraps up on a Sunday mm-hmm. with the meat of it in between. And, um, you know, generally these things kind of seem to work about the same. There's like, Climbing during the day with with clinics, with uh, demonstrations, all that kind of thing. You can get demo gear at them, so you don't have to pony up, you know, fifteen hundred bucks to go try ice climbing. And then at night, uh, presentations. I did one. I did a live enormous cast, and oh, uh, cool. the likes of John Roskelly and his son Jess did did uh, or presented that I saw. Tim Emmett presented. Several other people, but but yeah, so that that's kind of the game. The only difference, like with Ure or something like that, is they have an ice climbing competition. There's no competition at the uh, at the Michigan Ice Fest, right? It's like all feel good, friendly, family style. Yeah, no, yeah, basically, not cutthroat. Yeah. People looking to make make or break their careers on the on the pl- artificial wall that is the exactly. ice climbing competition. For some reason, that sounds cool. Uh, what? Did you actually get out and swing some tools? I did, which nice. um, which I was not contractually obligated to do that. Hmm. And so, it was a little bit up in the air whether I would because I was pretty worried about how freaking cold it would be, um, especially because the polar vortex had swung through just uh, a, like a week and a half before, which we all heard about and was like, you know, negative a thousand or something like that up there. And so, um, I was a little gripped about the 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 uh the cold and it actually turned out to be snowing the whole time which uh was which made actually for warmer weather as it tends to when it's snowing 
And uh, it was really windy one day, but I ma- we managed to get out and, and do a little bit of climbing. But one of the problems is, is I have a really hard time getting up early, mm-hmm. um, usually because of the drinking the night before. Especially at festivals or just in general? <laughs> just in general. <laughs> no, uh, at festivals right. particularly. But also, the, it's a two-hour time change from Colorado. It like just sneaks into Eastern time zone. And so... Me getting up and getting in line for demo gear uh, is usually not an option at these things. Right. Um, and then I, I, you know, I could pull some strings with some sponsors and get some, get some stuff. But I always feel stupid. Like, oh yeah, give me a pair of like six hundred dollar boots so I can go and ice climb once or twice like, a year. Do you know who I am? I only use yeah, exactly. the the uh, carbon fiber single pointers. Yeah, single point <laughs> crampons. <laughs> and actually, they've offered. Yeah. The, the boots is the big thing they've offered. And so, um, but I, I haven't taken them up on it. Now, if I was a little bit more diligent, I could certainly have secured, pulled some strings and secured some demo gear. But but nevertheless, I always end up climbing in like some of my very, very old gear, mm-hmm. including the, and particularly the boots, um, some, some ni- like circa 1990s Scarpa Inverno plastic boots, uh, like Everest style. Right. Um, and some like basically like glacier crampons. Uh, but I always know that I'm going to be top roping like water ice three. So I'm not exactly super gripped about my gear. Right. Um, however, I also, every time I go, realize how much more I would probably enjoy it if I had decent gear. Right. Um, so it's- anyway, so yeah, we we went out. I had my friend Steve Dilk with me, my entourage. And uh, we got several pitches in, some little freestanding pillars and from, some curtain climbing and stuff like that. So From TAPS episode fame. Yeah, yeah, Steve Dill. So we have Always any crossover there. fans between yeah. the Enormacast and the Runout? Yeah, and uh, he he's always he's also been on my other podcast, uh, the the Totally Deep podcast. So, um, uh, but he's always up for a climbing festival. Yeah, like always. Yeah, um, ready to have a good time. <laughs> uh, so, and what was the uh, was there like a, a a climax party or like what, give us a picture of what the scene was like? Actually. Um, there wasn't that we went to. We missed opening, like the very beginning of opening night. We didn't get there till like the middle of the night on Thursday, which actually wasn't quite opening night, but that was like the big, big, uh, the first big night. And um, and that was one actually thing that that I thought was kind of missing. And I'll probably make a suggestion um, is some sort of, yeah, some sort of dance party would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the URA Ice Fest always has a dance party, which is quite fun. and. In true kind of Uper style, the parties were just, you know, people sitting, standing, talking, getting shit-faced. The last night on um, that we were there anyway, on Saturday night, there was a, a bluegrass-type band. But I think that something that could, like, kick it into gear uh, would, be, would be cool. So um, if Bill solicits any sort of, you know, hey, how was the fest? What did you think compared to other ones? That'll probably be my suggestion is to maybe get these people dancing. but. Right. The, yeah. the only Costumes other issue is and that, dancing is always a, yeah. seems to go hand in hand. Yeah, totally. But the only issue is that at ice festivals in particular, the ratio gets pretty wonky mm-hmm. um, in terms of men to women. And so, um, yeah, so there may be an issue there because um, I thought it was actually pretty far tipped and uh, uh, against the gentlemen or in their favor, however you want to look at it, there was a ton of dudes up there, right? Um, which may be more particular to this Midwest festival than some others. So 
Um, although, you know, the ladies like ice climbing. I've been, I've been kind of surprised at how close the ratios get in that sport these days when it, when it comes to just basically like water ice climbing. I mean, ice climbing is one of those funny things that as a beginner, it's just one of the coolest things you can do. And th- there's a certain novelty to the experience of going up a, a frozen flow of water that quickly wears off, you know, in a way that, <laughs> at least in my experience, you know, I, I can climb the same warm-up at rifle, you know, every day for that I'm out there for probably the rest of my life and, you know, right. not, not get super bored of that. But just there's something about, you know, doing a water ice three flow that you know it's like kind of like oh, done that and i don't need to do that every day for the rest of my life but it, it is super cool and that's I, I guess what i'm getting at is when it comes to festivals that are really catered to introducing people to a sport what a cool thing to do is to go to climb uh you know a bit of frozen ice for the first time in your life and and do that with uh some some kind of experienced person there making sure that you don't die i think there's two things too that go on with uh appealing to this this sort of beginner mindset is a the gear is awesome i mean we all as climbers we all love our gear the more deep you get into climbing the more you're just like get really manic about your gear performing and your what's new and and what you can get your hands on and so that's a that's a big appeal i think i mean you get to go up and you know you've got sharp things and they're shiny and they're super high tech and um and it and it's cool but i also think that like the basic sort of entry level ice climbing um in some ways is easier than entry level rock climbing in that you 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 know you don't need a ton of finesse uh, to claw your way up like a water ice three right. or a water ice two on top rope, of course, um, where, where even like a five, six and a five, seven, you know, or I don't know where you'd compare that to in rock climbing, um, I think can take a little bit more finesse to just have like a successful ascent on your first, very first go. And, um, so I think there's, there's two appeals there. And for sure, what you said is that, you know, ice climbing festivals are about two things. You said it you know, introducing people to the sport. Like I said, there's demo gear there. So you don't have to invest anything. You just have to get, you know, the investment of, of signing up for the, for the festival. And you've got guides, you've got clinics, all that sort of stuff. And then the other thing is the community because, you know, a lot of the veterans, a lot of the people who climb up there a lot, that they participated full force in, in the, uh, in the festival as well, even though, you know, it was going to be the most crowded weekend of the year and uh, it was going to go back to crickets, you know, the following weekend. So, you know, those are kind of the two appeal appeals of um, of festivals. And and you know, the pushback against them is that yeah, it's really crowded. You know, the ice was just like crawling with people. Right. And you know, to go out and try to ice climb on your own that day uh, would be foolish. And you know, if you're not willing to go in and kind of wait in line and hang out and chat and you know that kind of thing at the base of the ice climb, then you better stay home because you're going to be miserable. And less so at the Michigan Ice Fest than I see at Ure, uh, where those people. At Ure, there's, there's in the park on Festival Weekend, there's always a couple guys, always guys, that are like bent out of shape about how many people are in there. And it, it's just like... Yeah, it's so completely, 
Yes, yeah, so they're just like clueless. Yeah, like how mad they get about how they can't get on on a route in in you know a split second. You're so, ruining my I, wilderness I, experience on the busiest weekend of the year. Yeah, in an ice park. Yeah. Anyway, it's been but on the up calendar up, for like a yeah. year, dude. Like, yeah, you could have no, come it's been here on any the, other day. Yeah, yeah totally. I mean, it's essentially on the been on the calendar for like twenty years. But anyway, they they uh, I didn't see as much of that. I didn't think in in Michigan. I I thought like just the happy go lucky, everybody's in this together thing was a little stronger. Um, and that's also I think Midwesty, not just the climbers, but the personality of the people in general. Um, but they're not they're just not quite as like stuck up as as us Western climbers is what it comes down to. Yeah, I mean. I just love those uh, scenes where, you know, it's just like not a place that you've necessarily heard of, but there is this vibrant local community of people who are just psyched on climbing. And, you know, the nearest thing that, you know, has maybe ever appeared on the cover of a magazine is 10 hours drive from where they live. But, uh, but they, but they have climbing and they found climbing and they love it. And um, those, under uh, unsung, you know, locations and communities are, are something special in the climbing world for sure. It sounds like this was, was one of those. Well, and also it's no joke to get there. Like, um, you know, in February you, f- you can fly into Marquette. The, the festival is actually in a town called Munising, which is tiny. It sounds like it would be a major metropolitan area actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so major that the the festival doubles the population for the weekend, <laughs> uh, literally. And uh, so you can fly into Marquette, or you know, we flew into Green Bay because my parents lived there, and then drove up there. And um, you know, we drove up in this huge snowstorm, and then on Friday, this the roads coming from Marquette, like the main roads coming from Marquette, even and also from the south, closed uh, because of blowing snow. So a lot of people were stuck on one or the other side of that or had to do some like detouring to get around it out in the middle of the woods, basically on like little two lane country roads. And so, and then, you know, coming back, like flying out of some of these little airports, like I had a big problem coming out of green Bay. And once you can't get out of the little airport, you know, your, your connections start to fall apart. Like, you know, they start to fall like dominoes. So yeah, it, so it's Basically, like, again, it, if you just replace the word Green Bay with Scardu, you know, you could be talking about an expedition to <laughs> Pakistan right now. Completely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So, I mean, you got to be stoked to get up there in February for sure and uh, and then put up with the cold. But um, nobody seemed to be as scared of that as I was. I just remember now the fir- very first time I ever went ice climbing. I was 17 and I, I think my mom got me a ice climbing guided like tour of the uh of some some kind of ice climbs in the Catskills in New York and uh we did like the three pitch ice route and at the belay there was another party that was climbing above us and this dude knocked off this block the size of a kitchen table and I had to duck and it hit it fully like hit me in the back and knocked the wind out of me you know, I think I'm just remembering this now. And I, I, if I, that had happened to me now, I would have sued this company. But <laughs> at the time, as a teenager, I thought it was like the coolest thing that had ever happened. <laughs> yeah, it's like extreme. Yeah, yeah uh, right on. Anyhow, but uh, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, the dispatch from the Michigan Ice Festival. And, uh, you know, I'd recommend it if you guys, if anybody's, you know, in the area or keen. It's, it's pretty rad. And uh, I think it's a good time and it's, 
it's got its own special flavor that that gets it away from places like Ure or some other ice climbing festivals. I guess they all probably have their own flavor. So it was a good time. It was, it was worth going until I had to buy a whole new separate tic- ticket to get home. But uh, from Scardew, story. yeah, from Scardew, yeah. exactly. Yeah, well, you know, it's a uh, <laughs> it's just part of the life, the expedition life. You know, yeah, the expedition. Yeah, life, exactly. getting out to the uh, the UP or yeah. The Karakoram is pretty much the same thing. So we're happy that you're home and safe and uh, look forward to your trip report in the American Alpine Journal. If you have a comment, topic suggestion, or just a good bit of climbing trivia, join us at our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash runoutpodcast, or drop us a line at our webpage, runoutpodcast.com. <laughs>